Well, happy Monday, friends, and welcome to March the 28th. We are about to wrap up the month of March, and I am happy about it. It's been a really busy month. You know it's been a busy month when Easter month, uh, as a pastor, it seems like it's going to settle down a little bit, but it's been a blessed month. I, um, I apologize. I bailed out on you on Friday. I think that's the first time, other than technical difficulties, I think it's the first time I've ever had to miss for physical reasons. Um, but I was just sick, and uh, I, I couldn't get out of bed and started feeling better. Antibiotics started kicking in and was able to preach yesterday. I'm still right on the edge in terms of congestion, but, um, but I sure missed Friday. And we did finish Psalm 38 on Thursday. And Psalm 38 was a, was a heavy psalm. And uh, so thank you for taking the journey with me today. We are beginning Psalm 39, which is, um, it's the deep end. I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't know if you ever liked to go swimming in the deep end as a child um, or if that haunted you a little bit. But Psalm 39 is the deep end of Scripture absolutely 100%. This is another psalm where David is uh, taking a deep dive into his own emotions. Now, I want to encourage you, don't be afraid to take the journey with me, okay? Um, because this is raw, brutal reality uh, of a man in the depths, probably of depression uh, and some other forms of anguish, um, not really knowing how to process his own emotions. And yet he ends up doing the right thing by going to God. And he's going to teach us so much about this. So open your Bible to Psalm 39. This is our 67th Psalm. As we start this new week, uh, we begin a new Psalm, and I love to start a new Psalm. There's going to come a day out there somewhere where we will enter into our final Psalm, 150 of them. Uh, I think we'll have a party or something at the halfway point. Um, but again, it's my goal to teach through the whole Bible in my lifetime. And this is the way I'm doing the Psalms. So thank you for joining me. Hey, if you missed church yesterday or weren't able to be there, um, or if you're from a distance and you have your own church, I invite you to join us online tonight, 7 o'clock, Monday Night Rewind. Or, of course, the archive is active anytime you want to go get it on demand. Yesterday, the title of the message was Hero Jesus, How Jesus Liberates Our Hearts. And we studied John chapter 2 beginning in verse 12 to the end of the chapter. It's the story of Jesus cleansing the temple. Now, if you're sitting here wondering, how does that make Jesus a hero? And what does that have to do with Jesus liberating our hearts? I want to encourage you to watch the message or hear the message. It, um, it speaks to something that is alive and well in religious circles in our day. Uh, and Jesus was crashing through it and setting people free from oppression. But it's one of the most misunderstood uh, portions of Scripture, unless you get into the culture of first century Israel, which is what we do in the message. And that's I encourage you to watch the video because we did some pictures um, and we had some on-platform illustration, people helping me. It was fun. Uh, we brought it to life. So I hope you'll be blessed by it. Well, today we're going to begin Psalm 39 and we're just going to read it together. Um, and then I'm going to send you into your week, and we'll start breaking this down uh, tomorrow. Uh, to the chief musician, even to Jeduthun. Jeduthun is one of the men that David appointed um, to be the music director or one of the instrumentalists or one of the leaders of worship in Jerusalem. I identify with that guy because for 20 years of my ministry, I was a worship leader 
and loved every minute of it and loving every minute of being a senior pastor now. Uh, just, it's interesting how God takes you through seasons of life and shapes you and equips you for the season he's called you to. And that applies to your life right now as well. So uh, David writes this song um, and gives it, actually makes it public, which is very courageous because it's a pretty, it's, it goes to a pretty dark place. Okay, let's read it together. I said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace even from good and my sorrow was stirred. So verses one and two, David's saying, I can't say what's going on inside of me. I can't even speak because if I do, I'm gonna say the wrong thing. That's how troubled his inside was. So, so part one of the psalm is verses one and two. It just sets it all up. And now, because he can't contain him, himself, he can't just stuff his feelings, he has to speak, he has to go somewhere, so he goes to God. Verse three, my heart was hot within me while I was musing the fire burned. Then spake I with my tongue, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine ages as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. Surely, every man walketh in a vain show. Surely, they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I was dumb, I opened not my mouth, because thou didst it. Remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou, with rebukes, dost correct man for iniquity, thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth, surely Every man is vanity. Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hold not thy peace at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee and a sojourner, as all my fathers were. O oh, spare me, that I may recover strength before I go hence and be no more. One thing you'll note about this psalm, and there's, I think there's only a couple, two or three psalms that, that do this. It appears to end with just like it just falls off a cliff. It just, uh, most psalms uh, declare God's goodness, then go into the depths of the problem or the pain or the emotion, and then come out on the other side with hope and, and renewal and, and re-energizing and and, you know, God restored me, God saved me. Um, but there's a handful of psalms that, that leave you lingering in the depth and, and wondering, uh, what happened? Did God ever, uh, ever bring him out? Well, of course he did. But, but according to the psalm, you wouldn't know it. The psalm just kind of is left there. Um, so we're going to journey with David through another dark time, uh, not... Maybe not so much about failure, although he's very aware right now of his sin and God's rebuke. 
but a particular, a particularly low time in David's life. And we're going to explore the depths of human emotion and, uh, and how uh, is the right, what is the right response to the deepest depression and darkest moments of our lives. If you dared to utter what, what doubts and confusion and perplexity were going on in your heart, it would only empower God's enemies. That's how bad things were in David's heart and mind in this moment. So, my friend, we're going to park it right there for today, for Monday. And I do thank you for joining me in Psalm 39. And no matter whether we're studying a negative view or a positive view, Scripture is always beneficial. So we'll pick it up here tomorrow. Happy Monday. Keep your eyes on Him this week and invite somebody to celebrate Easter at Emmanuel. We'll see you tomorrow.